So, guys, do you want to talk about the Christmas song about vehicular manslaughter? Uh, no. Yes. No. <laughs> oh, two against one, I guess. All right, you've been outvoted. Welcome to the Songtopsy Report, everyone, where we dissect bad music to figure out how it died. I am your host, Nick Brigadier. I am Mike Russell. And I'm perennial third wheel Steve Trollinger. That is not true. You were the second wheel on the motorcycle that was the last episode. Very true. I think this I think this metaphor has gotten away from us. Yeah. <laughs> Much like a fast motorcycle. Mike, oh, uh Mike. how are you feeling now? I am feeling much, much better. I was I was dead last week, guys. Dead. I Once was... again, due to your own uh lascivious lifestyle. Oh, lascivious. Oh, that's a good scrabble word. Um It is. I don't know if there's enough letters in the scrabble board to actually make it, but <laughs> Well, that's how Scrabble works. You wait for someone to build one half of it, and then you save the letters for the other half. No, but like you, you can't... chance yourself, you chance into that particular combination. Yeah, but you will never be able to spell the word pizzazz in Scrabble because there's not enough Z's. All right, I think well, we you are... get the blanks. You get the blank tiles. No, this is the important topic. This is what people <laughs> listen to the song topsy report I, for. I just look. We got a lot of stuff to cover. Today. We we do. This song is a doozy. Um, and on that note, actually, uh, if this is your first time listening. Thank you very much for. Seeing the title of this episode, becoming interested and uh, checking it out. We really appreciate welcome it. Welcome and bienvenue. Welcome. <laughs> no, and also, uh, I, I, wanted, I want to uh, shout out because typically I do this at the end of the episode, but I just want to shout out everyone who is uh, listening because it is very much appreciated. We're able to see where you people are who are listening. And we have listeners all throughout the United States. We have listeners in Australia. We have listeners in the UK. A whole bunch of you in Sweden have started listening, which we really appreciate. Yeah. Mostly, we're. Uh, I'm just thrilled that you're still giving. Yes, great contribution. Giving the thumbs up to Mike right now. It was an excellent right. contribution, Mike. You yeah. don't hear it, but I'm giving Mike the thumbs yeah. up. Oh, I heard it <laughs> loud and clear. Mostly, I just appreciate everyone overseas for still giving any form of American entertainment any kind of chance. It is very much appreciated. We're we're sorry. Yeah, yes, we're sorry. yes, yes. To our international listeners, we're sorry. We're very sorry, and we very much appreciate you listening. Um, and if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a review. And that is my shameless plug for the episode. You really want those reviews, Nick? You I, may. You, you, I do. It, it's almost as if we want more people to listen and like us. It's almost why would like we need that? that? But no, we we honestly do want to know who you who, who you are out there because we're assuming you're listening to this because you have some kind of masochistic enjoyment of terrible music and we assume that means you know some terrible music of your own now we have an endless backlist of songs that we can uh do for our podcast but if you have a terrible song that you think would be well suited for our show uh contact us you can email us at the song tops report at gmail.com you can facebook message us you can twitter dm us you can instagram dm us we are all over the social media and you can dm me yeah (laughs) I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> you can you can send us songs that are not in English. We will divine the we will divine the translation and we will make fun of the song on its own merit. Oh yes, as we did on Black Metal East Craig. But no, moving on to the episode for today. Th- to, this continuing the Christmas cavalcade that threatens to break my soul. Yeah. This <laughs> song is jaw-dropping. The f- my brother actually was the one who sent this along to me. I had never heard of this. I sh- I, t- I had sent my I told my brother, "Hey, we're going to be doing Christmas shoes." Uh shout out Adam if you're listening. I told Adam, him- <laughs> yeah. I told him we were going to be doing Christmas shoes cuz I know that he hates that song too. And uh, he- so yeah, another so your brother doesn't have a soul either? No, no, right? my brother has good taste. Uh-huh. Um and a 
sound moral compass. Yeah. Uh, but he, he responded by sending me the song that we're listening to today, which is called An Old Fashioned Christmas, parentheses, Daddy's Home. Which is now, aside from Weird Al's The Night Santa Went Crazy, my favorite Christmas yeah. song. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. It is. And that song is more grounded in a real reality than this song is. Uh, we're going to dive right into this because I, I want you, the listener, to uh, pr- to hear the song for the first time if you haven't heard it before with the same... I want to try to recreate the same roller coaster of emotions that I felt when I first listened to this song. So all I'm going to tell you to get started with is that this is a song by an actress slash singer named Linda Bennett. It came out in 1975. It was a single and it was produced by Mercury Records, which is which was a legitimate label. And, and the, the song was co-written by Paul Vance, who was had an extremely successful string of hits uh, in the 1950s through the 1970s. He wrote songs uh, such as Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini. What? That yeah, was him? Bri- Brian Hyland song, yeah. He did that, and he did Perry Como's To Catch a Falling Star. So this was produced by a legitimate record company, and it was uh, co-written by a legitimate songwriter. I'm saying all of this just so when you hear the insanity in this song, you know it wasn't just some crazy person in an attic somewhere who recorded this. Yeah, my, uh, my, my, the, the only thing I would use to intro this is someone thought this was a good idea. <laughs> and go. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is the beginning of Old Fashioned Christmas. Now, the song tells a story. And it starts off fairly benign and normal, but there is a shocking plot twist that comes about a third into the song. So uh, here's the beginning. This is your music news and weather station, bringing you the best in Christmas music on this beautiful Christmas Eve. It's very quaint. Look outside, the snow is falling, what a sight to see. Daddy will be coming home as happy as can be. So real quick, just to kind of establish the levels that are uh, in this song. So, as you heard in the very beginning, there's a radio, where a radio announcer is playing Christmas songs. In addition to that, there is Linda Bennett here who is apparently a, someone who is listening to this radio and also singing. Okay, so it's a, it's a little confusing at first, but that but the, you're hearing a song about a person who's singing a song while listening to a radio that is also playing music. I also think that was the that was the guitar like to Here Comes the Sun. It sounded a lot like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> He'll be walking through the door 10 minutes after nine. Cause the bus he takes each night is always right on time. So right now we can determine they are not in New York City. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah the bus has an exact time it's going to be there. Clearly, <laughs> clearly not a New York City bus. And ten minutes after nine. Yeah. How late is this guy working, yo? I mean, that's this is not your typical nine to five kind of job. This guy's unless he has a long commute. Maybe he does. Four hour commute. I mean, this was back in the 70s where um, one parent could support a family of four off of one income. And so if you had to make a lengthy commute. <laughs> a fairy tale, says I. <laughs> so if you had to make a long commute to, you know, support your family. you know, I wonder if 
he does work nine to five, but then he's you know he's got the cocktail hour afterwards. Where he's he might, you know, with the boys. With the boys, we go for a drink. Talk about the old ball and chain back in the burbs. (laughs) Talking about all this school integration and how it's against God's law. I know it's been what eleven years since schools were integrated, but I still don't know how I feel about it. That is me doing a character, by the way. This is not my actual opinion. Yes, these are all characters. <laughs> Jesus. You see, guys, the joke is is that way back when, white people really hated it when other non-white people got to do things. That hasn't changed. No, of course not. Made them quite uncomfortable. Okay, so we have established that Daddy is uh, on a bus. Uh, and a racist. Yeah, we should establish the racist dad is on a bus that is about to be, that is always on time, once again, either fictional or a relic of a, a simpler time, and he's about to be home for Christmas. Always right on time, it's gonna be a very merry Christmas with all the children by the Christmas tree. It's gonna So far, kind of a normal song. There's really nothing too crazy, nothing too objectionable. It's just like a little sweet saccharine Christmas song. Right? I hate it so far. Let's continue. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, because this is where things take a shocking turn. And me. Bells on Bobtail Green, making spirits bright. What fun it is to What? We're sorry to interrupt this program, but a bulletin has just been handed me. There's been a serious accident involving the number five bus out of New Haven. The only information we have is that the bus skidded on a patch of ice and slammed into a tree. Stay tuned to this station for further details. Mommy, isn't that the bus? Daddy rides each night. Oh, the, shit. The on-time bus that Daddy's oh, always on. shit. It's that bus. That child is a psychopath. <laughs> Mommy, isn't that the bus that Daddy rides to come home at night? Hmm, heavens. I certainly hope nothing has happened to Daddy. I'm locking you in your room, Billy. <laughs> For the safety of the rest of this family. You, the listener, you... You know where this is going. You <laughs> do they? <laughs> they have foreshadowed. Daddy is going to be home right on time. The bus is never late. All of a sudden, this goddamn news announcer cuts into the middle of the song within the song to announce that a bus, not nay, Daddy's bus, has skidded on ice into a tree, and then and then psychopathic, you know, little kid from a horror movie. Mummy, isn't that the bus Daddy rides? Isn't that the bus Daddy rides to come home to? Us. Okay. Okay, Billy. Oh, Billy. Okay. Broken music box starts playing Pop Goes the Weasel in the background. Does anyone know where the family cat is? I know where the family cat is, Mummy. He's in the front yard. Underground. Billy, I've been meaning to talk to you about your bedwetting problem. <laughs> May I borrow some matches, Mommy? Oh, there's the third one! Uh, Call Dr. Loomis! He's going into the nuthouse! <laughs> so, yeah, it, I, I, I don't think things are going well for this kid's dad. It's not, uh, not looking... Especially, I mean, because you know this bus must have really smashed this tree. If they're interrupting 
the musical Christmas Hour. Yes. Uh, with, they, with they, news wouldn't, they wouldn't dare interrupt Bing Crosby like this. He'd kick the shit out of their children. <laughs> <laughs> and what's with the old-timey bike horn? That... I didn't think that actually really ever happened in news. I thought that was always just like a cliche of like how it in no, interrupt that, this bulletin. That, but that that sounds different. That's a telegraph sound. That sound is a bicycle horn. Yeah, wait, around. hang on. Let's. Go, I want to go back to that. The, the Foley artist showed up drunk to work that day and was like, "Oh God, I forgot to bring that track. Oh God. Oh, what do I have? Uh, uh, oh, my bicycle. Oh, it's like I've got the horn. That's pretty close, right?" <laughs> Scott, you're fired. This is the, this was the last straw. We still, we're still going to use it because we only have today to record, but you are fired. You are out of here. Right? <laughs> I feel like they could have used a second take because he says, the guy says, We're sorry to interrupt this program, but a bulletin has just been handed me. A bulletin has just been handed me. That's, that's actually, I think, grammatically correct. Is it? Is it? Is it? I'm the one who should know this. I, I have an English degree. <laughs> And look what I'm doing now. You stupid son of a bitch. It makes it makes my drama degree seem far less laughable. Really? No. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm trying to think of other examples where it would be like handed me, you know? Yeah. A lovely chicken dip has just been handed me and I ate it. A chicken dip? Yeah, like a What? I think it's in the ever Loving green fuck is a chicken dip. <laughs> like a... What do you dip your chicken tenders in when you go to McDonald's? That you were just not, at McDonald's. That is not what he's talking about. No, no, it's what you dip your nachos in. You know what I mean? Like you dip your nachos in a chicken dip. Chicken, dip. chicken dip, yeah. Is that a, wait, a chicken-flavored dip? Or maybe buffalo chicken dip. Is that better? That's not... There's a buffalo cheese. dip. There's a buffalo, like... No, no, it's chicken dip. <laughs> I'm telling you. Is it dip you dip chicken in? Or is it a chicken flavored dip? It is a chicken. Because with the word chicken in front of dip, it means it's a chicken flavored dip. It's a chicken flavored dip. That's not a thing. I am I am telling you, it is <laughs> If I know two things in this world, one, there are no chimneys in the Star Wars universe. Two, shut up, Nick. <laughs> and everyone else who corrected me on that. Two, there is no such thing as chicken dip. <laughs> You, my friend, are listen. Maybe, maybe your palate hasn't been expanded to the great snack foods of the world, but chicken dip is a thing that you dunk your nachos in, and it's got like sour cream and it's like some cream cheese. I and, guarantee uh, this is a thing you made up at home one night when you had no food in the house, Mike. With all due respect, you have said Will Smith is a Scientologist. And chicken dip is a thing you put nachos in. Yeah, all right. The, the Scientologist thing is... What is do you dip not... your chicken in? Nacho sauce? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what sort of topsy-turvy world do we live in? Listen, the only thing I have... Guys, also, we don't know what's happening to this kid's dad. There's oh, yeah. more pressing issues, but I also really want to know this. I'm torn. You, he it's... can't say shit like that around me. I won't be able to stop talking about it. <laughs> Also, technically, the mom didn't answer this kid's question. We don't know if it's the bus daddy rides each night. We don't. We don't. Mommy, isn't that the bus daddy rides? Yeah, he sounds each like he's missing something, like an emotional level. Put your mind at ease, my children. Everything's alright. Everyone, don't get excited. Things will be okay. 
excited. Sounds the word? like you're you're getting a little excited, ma. I don't know. Like that kid seemed pretty calm. About but I don't it. know if ex- if excited is the word. If I if if I thought, heaven forbid, my dad may have been killed, I don't think I would say I was excited. Unless there's like a whole life insurance subplot here that we don't know about. <laughs> Don't get excited, kids. Daddy's still probably going to make it home alive. No swimming pool for you this year. No, mommy, no. I know, I know. I want him dead, too. <laughs> the whole reason he takes the car is be- the whole reason he takes the bus is because we cut the lock- brake lines in yes. his car. <laughs> he still hasn't figured out it was I, Billy, what done that. He's gonna be a real I think they're trying to convince themselves now. Denial. Yeah. Go back to the radio. Jesus Christ! Ladies and gentlemen, I've just been handed the latest report involving bus number five out of New Haven. And from all indications, we're sorry to report that there were no survivors. What the fuck? <laughs> Guys, this is a real song. This is a real song. We're getting more reports about that bus now. It turns out after ricocheting off of that tree, it drove straight into the nearby sawmill and was cut in half by a giant saw. That's the only... Because a bus ran into a tree, and they're saying everyone died. How big was this tree to kill everyone on a bus? Was it was it the Whomping Willow from Harry Potter? Was this an ant? <laughs> did they run in, Did an ant stomp on them? Just beating the shit yes. out of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wizard should know better. New Haven is a fucked up place. <laughs> the ants buses, but the bus is driving, <laughs> driving towards Treebeard. The ants are going to war. And then he stomps on it. And then throws it in a sawmill, apparently. Yeah. NJ Transit won't make that mistake again. <laughs> I just, I, I also just love the idea that this is a grave enough announcement to interrupt and then just immediately cuts back to Christmas music every time. Yeah. By the way, for like maybe 20 to 25 of you, your dads are dead. Uh, and with that, let's go back to Michael Buble. But that's not going to stop the hits from coming here at KCLY, <laughs> New Haven, Connecticut. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I want traffic jams. Won't stop our jams. <laughs> Boy, when you when you were a kid, they just tied you to those train tracks, and that stupid train just kept running over you, didn't it? <laughs> running over you. Yeah. Uh, I just want to imagine Linda Bennett. You know, sitting down with the Mercury guy, she's like, oh, man, I've got such a great idea. On that note, actually, um, I tried – this song has very little information on it. Most of the research I found was just blogs that other people wrote. Um, but Linda Bennett did do an interview with uh, Fox News on it, recent, like, a couple of years ago. Excuse and- me while I make the motion with my hands of, oh, boy, let's hear what this is. So I tried – to find the audio or the video of this interview. But since Fox News' video player on their website, the quality is about on par with its journalism. Uh, this, is what, this, is what it's, this is what it sounds like. This is the Linda Bennett interview on Fox News. Fake news! Fake news! 
Stone Cold. We were talking Stone Cold. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin interviewed Linda Bennett. <laughs> and then he kicked her in the crotch and Stone Cold stunned her yes. right there through the table. Daddy's not coming home from Christmas because Stone Cold said so. Because oh, the fact I, I... of the matter is, Linda Bennett, you don't know where you're coming from with this song. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Uh, you guys are aware you guys are using the rock quotes on Stone Cold, is it? No. That's the bot. The fact of the matter is, that's the bottom line. The rock was. It doesn't matter what you think. Stone cold. It's a fine line. Yeah. But together they are stone cold rock. So, okay. That's a rock that's been in a stream for a while. Uh, that's the bottom line. So, all right, that one. Might, wait, what was the one you said? Uh, old what? <laughs> Fashion what? Christmas what? <laughs> okay, that's right. <laughs> Luckily, I was able to find someone who paraphrased some sections from this interview. So, uh, from Riverfront Times, quote, Fox News spent a year tracking down Linda Bennett for an interview wherein it revealed that Bennett had an, ex- uh, an extensive career in the 50s and 60s performing on various TV shows and on Bob Hope's USO tour, and that she doesn't remember recording an old-fashioned Christmas at all. Oh, my God. She has no memory of recording this. What? No memo. Now no, it was the seventies. It was the seventies. It was the seventies, so that might have something to do with it. What kind of crazy drugs do you think she might have been on? <sighs> Makes me. Smile. I just see a little thought bubble <laughs> coming up on Spike's head as he imagines the cornucopia of drugs. This whole song's an acid trip. I love it. That's why. <laughs> oh yeah, because uh, it's not like the song ends there. We just found out Dad is dead, and it goes on from there. Merry Christmas, everyone, by the way. This is a Christmas song. I, I just, I wish that, like, right at this point, like, the doorbell rings and there's, like, Christmas carolers. Like, oh, <laughs> hey, Linda! And then Grandma and Grandpa and all the nieces and nephews have come. But, sorry, we're late. It was a huge traffic jam. Yeah. Where's your dad? <laughs> what have I got left in life to look forward to? First off, I understand this was probably a huge emotional response, but she's saying in front of her children, what have I got left in my life? Listen, mommy needs to get it. She needs some, man. Okay? (laughs) You think when she finds out her husband dies, the first thought going through her head is, oh, no, no more D. Listen, if someone were to tell me, all right, because in her mind, like, she's got two kids, and being a widow in the 70s, might have been tough. Or maybe it wasn't. But I'd assume, you know, what is she going to do? She, she's probably having sex on the rag and now it's gone. Like, I mean. No, daddy got home at like 9, nine 10 every <laughs> night. She was probably like in bed by then. Yeah, she was. Yeah. <laughs> Who will walk me down the aisle on my wedding day? That girl is four years old. <laughs> and she has already... Society has already bullied her and pushed her into the niche of married woman and housemaker at yeah. four years old. Because she could have said, who will co-sign my bank loan for me to get a degree in college? But no, it's who will walk me down the aisle. Because no bank will loan me money because I'm a woman. 
So I need a, an adult it 19, man. It was 1975. I think women could take loans out. Every little girl's dream. Yes, getting... kindly tell us what every little girl's dream is. Old man Mike. Grown man Mike Russell. What is every little girl's dream? Is it to get some D on the red? <laughs> on the reg? Is it reg or reg? Well, that, that, on the reg. reg on the reg. It's a hard, it's a hard G. <laughs> it's a hard... Mm, oh, <laughs> yes, Mr. It's Mike a, Russell. This ain't no flaccid G here, man. No. Uh, the reg. Uh, yes. No. Well, listen. Listen. So, so she has seen how happy her mommy is with daddy. And so... You know, no, I don't know about that. <laughs> She's usually in bed while they're still up. We don't know exactly what's going on here, because mommy's beginning to suspect that maybe the commute actually doesn't take that long, and daddy's somewhere else after work. She's she's in she's in the bedroom at night, eyes glued to the door, slowly loading the revolver yeah. and unloading the revolver and loading the revolver. <laughs> Tonight's the night. Tonight's the fucking night. Four hours for 20 miles. I just don't buy it. I just... <laughs> My wedding day. Who is gonna buy me toys and take me out to play? All right, yeah. Further... You shallow motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, seriously. What the fuck is wrong with that kid? His he, He's heard his dad is dead. The first thing is... Who will buy me presents? So, all right, we're, we're looking at three kids here right now. One, a budding sociopath. Two... Wait, is uh, that a different kid? No, I'm going to say those are two different kids, actually. <laughs> okay, okay. One's a budding sociopath. One is a... Uh, uh, one has missed the women's revolution. Yeah. <laughs> and then and the, the third one is, is, a, is an egocentric... Asshole. Rotten son of a bitch. Now... Look, I'm glad their father's dead. <laughs> Maybe now they'll He's know probably something. happier. Maybe now they'll know something of the real troubles of the world, and he'll grow up a little bit. Listen, as a kid, you know you you love toys. That's what it's all about. That's what Christmas is all about. It's about the toys, man. And he knows mommy's not going to be able to buy the toys. I guess. Yeah, she doesn't have a job. <laughs> she doesn't have a job. What is? What is crazy talk? What the? And she's cleaning all day. How she, who's going to go outside and play? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I take it this dad isn't really home very often, so uh, the kid probably only associates him as like a breadwinner and toy giver. Now, also, though, like every night, dad's getting home at 9 p.m. 9.10. Oh, no, 9... Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. When does the bus get there? The bus gets there 10 after 9. He, he like, waits a little. He Like, he's on the front like front he porch, steadies just... himself and takes a breath mint to clear the booze stench <laughs> coming out of his mouth like he puts one hand on the wall and just lowers his head and <sighs> okay i'm ready and then he walks <laughs> and in. then he walks in the door <laughs> he takes his son outside to play it like, i think this is al bundy <laughs> i think i might have imagined this is al bundy yeah. <laughs> so nobody's gonna buy this kid toys or take him out to play Merry Christmas, everybody. No, it's late, and I missed my bus. Well, don't just stand there. Help me with these presents. It's what the fuck? Everyone in the song is a psychopath. <laughs> so a bus full of probably just dads working 
has crashed. They're all dead. Probably some of his coworkers. Probably actually. some of his coworkers, his friends, his peers, people he's known for his whole life. They're all dead, and yet this family is jubilant at the. Well, okay, yes, I can understand they're happy that Dad's alive, but the the, the tone of the song. This song is acknowledging many people died within the context of the story of the song. Also, hats off to emergency services if he's only a few minutes late. <laughs> yeah. And there was hard, there must have hardly been any traffic from that horrible bus accident. They cleared that road right quick and in a hurry. Well, if it hit a tree, it probably went off the road. And they just kept moving the rubberneckers along, kept moving yep. them along. That right, makes sense. But still, <laughs> kudos to them. Kudos yeah, to, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what the song is about. It's about tipping our hat to emergency services. Using the jaws of life to pry corpses from a flaming wreck on Christmas Eve. <laughs> a real old-fashioned Christmas. Christmas. One and all. Santa's flying over and it's like, ho, ho, holy shit, what the <laughs> fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the news chopper's there. The crashes. Right. The sleigh crashes right in the news chopper. Deer parts are raining down. Christmas is canceled this year. Thanks to Action 4 News. For my children, their daddy and me. Merry Christmas, Daddy. Smack! <laughs> I I want to know what the songwriting process was like for this, what the lyric writing process was like for this, because a song like Jingle Bells, very simple. It's a Christmas song about dashing through the snow and having a Christmas time. Do you, do you want to do you want to hear the first part of the songwriting process for this? Please tell me. <laughs> oh. There. <laughs> Step one. <laughs> okay, stay. pop my ear. <laughs> it's hard to give a a happy ending justifiably after you've said such a horrible things that have already happened. Because the song seems to think that the fact that the kid's dad is alive is the happy ending. But first off, we know like I don't feel much empathy towards this family because as we've established, they're all very flawed people. Based borderline solely on sociopaths. Both based solely on facts from the song, not things we just came up with. No. Based on very loose reading of context clues. <laughs> we have to work with what we're given. She, and each kid has one line. She gets like a phone call from Susan across the street. Oh my god, Linda, Linda, did you did you hear the news? Did you hear the news? Oh yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. Oh yeah, Jack didn't make it. Oh I know. Oh, you won't believe this, but Joe he missed his bus, and he just got here. The kids are crying. Isn't that the funniest <laughs> thing you've ever heard? Merry Christmas. Hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> yeah. So these kids are celebrating. The whole family's jubilant. All the presents are coming in, and every single house surrounding them in the neighborhood is just people silently weeping. The Christmas tree lights are turned off. The Christmas tree is taken down. <laughs> the kids are sobbing. Linda, you cold savage bitch. I love I it. Mean, <laughs> I love it. I like I like I said, I I I honestly didn't know what to think when I first heard when I heard this from beginning to end. I I just never heard a song like this. This is just ins I, this doesn't seem like a real song. It's up there. <laughs> Favorite Christmas songs. It's up yes. there now. Another two. <laughs> All of my favorite Christmas songs appear to involve death and mayhem. As a real Christmas song should. Oh, God. 
In uh, fact, it's such an amazing yeah. song that got us searching to find mm. out more information about it. Um, Nick is an Nick's like an archaeologist of the shit. Yes. Like so, if there's a shitty thing that he found, he'll dig even dipper. Dipper. I'll I'll, I'm a dig dipper. (laughs) He's going to dig dipper, Nick. Keep on dipping. He's going to dip even digger. (laughs) I'm chicken dip digger, Nick. Uh, so yeah, we, we we searched to see if, if if there was any other information on this, if there was perhaps like a follow-up that told us more about the story. And lo and behold, we discovered, totally for real, uh, that there <laughs> that there was a follow-up song that was written uh, but never recorded or released that tells the second part of this story. Uh, the only thing that we were able to find were the lyrics and the sheet music to it. So uh, what we are going to do, the three of us, is after we, you know, we, we've gone through. You know, we're all classically trained musicians, so uh, mm-hmm. I think we, I think we're we have the ability to give the song the gravitas it deserves. Um, part two of an old-fashioned Christmas. It reveals how Daddy actually got home. Cause... Yes, it, 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 yeah, because you know, Steve said like we've been assigning all of these character roles to these people, but this song really does flesh out the story quite a bit. Uh, so once again, we only have the sheet music and the lyrics for it. So. Um, I am going to be doing as close of an, a musical approximation as I can during certain key moments. Um, Mr. Mike Russell, uh, what, what, what part are you going to be? I doing will be uh, mommy and the children. Okay, yes, yeah, so the family. And then uh, Mr. Stephen Trollinger. Uh, I will be the uh, uh, news reporter and the police. <laughs> uh, Nick, Why does the song require the police? <laughs> oh, no. Are you going to be daddy? Uh, or are I, you I, just uh, the, what do you want to do? I was just gonna be the background track. Okay, so I'll be daddy as well. Okay, okay. great. Be my daddy. I mean, I'll, I'll do da- I'll do the. Oh, you'll be daddy. You oh, you'll be daddy. Right. I will play. I'll be assaying a triple roll. <laughs> all right. Da, da, da. Okay, are you guys ready? All right. Yeah, let's do this. All right. All right uh, we're just shuffling papers. We're getting all of our sheet music ready. Uh, yeah, we we bought the official version of this. <laughs> Well, da, da, da. I say do that we, right. Do we know I'm daddy right? now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. spoken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, don't da, just stand da, there. Da, Help me with these presents. Da, 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 oh, sweetie. I'm so glad to be home. Da, you won't believe the day I've had. What do you say da, da, we pour a couple of scotch old fashions while I get out of these work clothes? With daddy home, the kids are happy, we're all smiling. He's the most amazing father I have ever seen. I'll pour these drinks while he gets ready, then we'll have a toast. I'm so glad to share this Christmas with the man I love the most. It's gonna be a very Merry Christmas with the children around the Christmas tree. Ladies and gentlemen, I've just been given breaking news from the New Haven bus station. It seems a disgruntled customer who reeked of alcohol has assailed one of the ticket sellers and has stolen their vehicle. We'll bring more details as they come in. Mommy, isn't that the station where Daddy gets his bus? Hush, my child, you know that Daddy wouldn't make a fuss. 
Everyone just take a breath and don't be in dismay. I'm sure your father didn't break the law just to be here on Christmas Day. It's gonna be an old-fashioned Christmas with Daddy, the children. I'm sorry to continue to interrupt our Christmas music hour, but I have more grave news. It seems the name Christmas Carjacker has been involved in a huge pileup on the New Jersey Turnpike, having crashed into an oil tanker, causing it to flip over and explode on half a dozen unsuspecting vehicles. The highway has been engulfed in flames, and the amount of confirmed casualties is rising. Police say they have been tracking the path of destruction. I advise everyone to stay off the roads while this criminal is on the loose. Mommy, did you notice that Daddy was covered in glass? He was bleeding from his forehead as if he was in a crash. Now listen, children, don't be hasty. I'm sure they don't relate. Let's just be happy we're together on this Christmas date. It's gonna This just in, we've been given a dark update to our Grand Theft Auto case. It seems the... Oh, God, the assailant was last seen speeding out of the St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Reports have come in saying the maniac of the stolen vehicle ransacked the toy drive for the sick children, tossing all of their presents into his stolen Ford Escort before taking off at dangerous speeds onto the highway. Stay tuned should we have any further details on this Christmas carjacker. Mommy, is it weird that none of these presents are to me? This one here says, I love you, Shannon. Good luck with your surgery. Oh my god, you don't think that daddy did all these horrible things. I'm starting to second guess my feelings, so I'm just gonna sing. It's gonna be... Sorry, folks. Another news update. Oh, Jesus Christ, really? We have an eye in the sky grabbing a visual of the assailant's location. It seems he has driven his mangled vehicle and stolen presents to the home of what we can only assume are his unsuspecting wife and children who can have no idea of the horrible horrendous crimes that their father has committed police have the area cordoned off and are closing in as what they can only describe as Christmas's greatest villain well we have the police surrounded come out with your hands up hey everyone I need to take care of something outside real quick You'll never take me alive, you fucking pig scum! Ding dong, ding dong. Daddy's back? Daddy's back! Well, don't just stand there. Help me bury all these bodies! It's gonna be a Merry Christmas, Daddy. Oh, shit. I thought we were deleting that last part. Of that. Oh, God. It's too late now. It's on public record. <laughs>
Yeah, oh, uh, man, that, Linda Bennett. Uh, she is one sick oh, bastard. I wonder if they wrote that all in the same session. Oh, they had. You know, they had to. They had to. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Look, song. Look, as 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 Billy Joel so eloquently put. You know, songs got to cut down to three hundred five. Otherwise, you can't sell it. <laughs> Uh, wow. I'm so glad we were able to unearth, because, you know, that was a pretty terrible song, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad to get some closure on the story. Needed the closure. I needed to know how daddy actually got home. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I didn't realize it was such a sordid tale. But, uh, that is part one and two of, uh, an old-fashioned Christmas parentheses, Daddy's Home. I, what a roller coaster mind fuck it was. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Seriously, seriously, I, I have never had a song take me on as much of an emotional roller coaster as this song did. Uh, and part two to seal the deal. Uh, so yes, that wraps it up. That is a, our penultimate Christmas episode. We have one more that we're going to try to actually oh, release on Christmas Day. God, it's almost over. You haven't been enjoying all this Christmas cheer. Christmas cheers such as <laughs> more countless like... casualties and bodies lined up and trees smashing into buses. I know nothing of Christmas cheer, Nick. I know only of Christmas jeer. Je- oh my god. Mm, how long have you been thinking of that one? <laughs> At least the net the last I wanna say thirty seconds. Uh but once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um All around the world. Yes, yes. All, all around the world. The festive Christmas cheer shall spread from sea to shining sea, as the Christmas expression goes. Uh <laughs> This is an expression. A global Christmas expression, oh, yes. For our Aussie brethren, uh, this will be out the day after Christmas. Yes. Because on Boxing Day or whatever. Is that am I actually right? Boxing Day, I think, is December twenty sixth. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's the old Canadian holiday, huh? Uh, I I always well, no, it's a Commonwealth holiday. So any any member state of the British Commonwealth likely celebrates it. Uh, so which isn't us, because we got rid of our <laughs> colonial overlords. It's not like they can claim the high ground anymore either. Yes. <laughs> There goes our British membership. Yeah, shout out to our UK listenership. UK listenership. Uh, <laughs> you can uh, subscribe to us, and you can. I don't think I've actually announced this yet on air, but we're on Spotify. Spotify. Now. Oh folks. man, it goes. It goes. Uh, it goes. One Direction, Beyonce, Song Topsy. <laughs> yep. Well, I guess no. Beyonce would be untitled, wouldn't she? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think she kind of has to be. Uh, but no, we are on Spotify now. So literally, right along with all your good music, you can have us talking about awful music. So please, if you uh, if Spotify is your music slash podcast player of choice, you can now subscribe to us there. We're also on Apple Podcasts, where you can review us uh, and subscribe to us. We're on Stitcher. We're on Google Play. We're all over the place. Uh, and you can also follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram. Uh, and you can follow me personally at uh, Nick Brigadier on Twitter, uh, Mr. Mike Russell. Uh, yes, you can see me at MrMikeRussell.com. That's Mr. Mr. Uh, yeah, please send us your comments, feedback, your song suggestions, your dark Christmas, <laughs> like, narcissistic moments where something horrible happened to people around you, but you made it out okay, and that was all right. Yeah, so- please share with us your just god-awful, terrible Christmas stories that you are emotionally distanced enough from at this point that you can laugh about it. <laughs> you laugh or you cry, folks, and it's the truth. Time heals all wounds. Uh, and Steve, where may we find you? Uh, you may find me on Twitter at Your Man Trollo. Um, you may find me at stephentrollinger.com. I'm not even pretending like it doesn't exist at this point. I'm just saying it, and it'll exist. Yes. 
At some point five years from now, someone will listen to this episode and exactly. go to your website, and it will have existed. Time has no meaning on the internet until Comcast has their way. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. It's another thing that might It's another be. great Christmas present for all of us here in America. <laughs> yes, Merry Christmas. Um... But that about sums it up, I think. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we will see you again next week for our Christmas special episode. Uh, and until then, I'm Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I gotta go hunt down little Billy before he kills Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> and we will see you next <laughs> next week. Take care.